Are you a busy woman who at times struggles with reducing your daily stress? Do you know that you need to slow down but do not know how? If you're looking at reducing your daily stress, you're in the right place. My name is Denise Eckert and I welcome you to the Calm Your Daily Stress podcast. I just love interviewing guests so they can share their stress-reducing tips and techniques with you. Now, if you find this podcast helpful, please share it with someone who struggles with stress because lowering our stress will make us a better person, a happier partner, mom, friend, neighbor, etc. And the best part is happiness is contagious. Enjoy this episode. My name is Denise Eckert and I'm the host of the Relaxation Lounge. I love coming on here and sharing different tips and techniques to lower the stress in your life. Lowering the stress in your life does not take a lot of time. And here is an expert in this. Her name is Tess Jewel Lawson. When she empowers women, professionals, entrepreneurs, and high achievers to go from exhausted and overwhelmed to balanced and thriving. Tess is a certified mindfulness coach, experienced yoga teacher, and a yoga therapist in training. Tess emphasizes breast support, mindful movement, stress management, nervous system resiliency, mindset and lifestyle shifts, and taking small steps that build up so that you feel more joyful, balanced, and optimistic and thrive no matter what obstacles come your way. Tess is also the co-host of the podcast, The Happy Edit, a podcast that dives into what it means to be happy and how you can create a foundation for happiness through different lenses. Welcome, Tess. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And I love your thing. It doesn't take a long period of time to reduce that stress at the moment So now what inspired you to do this type of work? I had my own stress and burnout (laughs) that I laughing now, it wasn't so much of a laughing matter then, but yeah, over many years, I just completely lost connection with myself and I lost um, the understanding of what I really needed. And I was just pushing, pushing and just trying to make everyone happy and create this, the life that everyone thought I should have and not really tuning into what I wanted and what I needed. And I'm very much putting myself like on the bottom. And I realized that I was physically and mentally falling apart and I couldn't continue that way. So I was like, you know what? I have to make a a change. I have to make a huge change. So I quit my job that I was in and which was very scary. (laughs) And I started up my own business at the time. I was just teaching yoga and just trying to connect with people and do something that I was passionate about while at the same time getting myself back on track physically, mentally. Studied with a lot of amazing people all over the world. Thank you, COVID, for opening up those doors of allowing us to do that. One of the positive things that came out of COVID. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) And looking at the positive sides of things. And it I, as I was going through my journey, I was sharing what I was learning with other people and they were really connecting to it. And I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. Not only am I helping myself, but I'm helping other people. How much further can I take this? And I just kept following it. And yeah, that's where I am now. It's been a pretty, pretty amazing journey to go from where I was only a few years ago to where I am now. I love that. And the thing is, I've talked to so many people lately and on two different folds here. One is learning to be authentic to yourself. What do you really want? I've talked to a lot of younger people where I should be doing this and I should be doing that and I should be doing this. 
and they're miserable, they're confused, they're frustrated, they're burnt out, they're stressed out. So none of this should be in this box. It doesn't work. And also taking that time to learn about yourself and what makes you happy, where we don't do that either, because that's not in the box. (laughs) Oh, totally. Our societies, these are the things that will make you happy. And it's okay, I'm going to go for them. But realistically, they can make some people happy, sure. But a lot of us, that doesn't make us happy. It's the small things in life. It's those little tiny minute things that we tend to push away. We don't pay attention to because they're not the big flashy things. It's those small things that really make a difference, that really make us you know, truly happy. And happiness to me, I don't mean as, oh, I'm happy all the time. I'm smiling. There's always rainbows and flowers. And it's an up and down. Like uh, true, and to me, true happiness is peace. And it's allowing yourself to have those ups and downs and connect with your emotions and be honest with yourself when you have strong emotions, whether they're happiness or whether they're sadness or anger and allowing them to come. And when we allow them, it's not, we're more likely to okay say, okay, they're there. I acknowledge them. And then they go away. When we're pushing them away, when we're ignoring them, that's when they start to get held up in in the body, in the mind. And that's when we cause the dis-ease in our body, which then can lead to disease, which is not what any of us want. And mental health is such an issue these days. I think it's coming out of COVID and the whole world shut down and coming out of that and trying to find the new you or the new way. Everybody was very empathetic towards each other. Now people are really struggling. So it's a real mixed blend of different things going on. When I talk to people and it's you're feeling stressed out or I don't have time or you're in that rat race and that hamster wheel, I just try to get them to see the benefits of stepping back for a few moments on a daily basis and doing something for yourself. Someone that wants to start doing that, what are the steps that they can take since you're the expert? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, To me, everyone is different, right? So everyone has their own path. And this is what I found that works for me. It's what I found that works for other people I've worked with. But that doesn't necessarily mean that this is set in stone. I want to let that out there. Everyone has their own way of doing things. And that's important. It's an important part of this process because it's always about checking in with yourself and really asking yourself honestly, compassionately, what's coming up for me. And so uh, one of the things that I do in my own practice on a daily basis is at the beginning of the day, ask myself, okay, how am I? How am I physically? Do I have any aches and pains? Do I, am I stiff anywhere? Am I tired? Am I happy? Am I light? Am I like just going through the arrange? What's coming up? And once again, being honest with myself of what is coming up and allowing sometimes when we're really disconnected, we don't even have vocabulary for what we're feeling. And so just exploring that, those feelings over time and saying, okay, what is that coming from? How is that feeling? And then also looking in from an intellectual point of view, okay, mentally, how am I doing? Am I like really in my head? So I've, me personally, anxiety is something I've really struggled with my entire life. So do I notice that I'm like caught in those thoughts and it's this vicious cycle of rumination that I'm struggling to get out of? Or am I able to focus? And so depending on what, where I'm at emotionally, intellectually, physically, then I will 
say, okay, what can I do to give back to myself? And so it's very much that tuning in of, but it's just like a little tiny things, right? It's not, oh, I'm going to take a whole day off. Maybe that's what you need. But generally it's 10 minutes. 10 minutes can make a huge difference. Even just slowing something down as, you know, washing your face and really noticing every step of it, using your senses. Okay. So what do I see? What do I see with the soap in my hand, sudsing up my hands? How does it feel against my skin? What can I smell as I'm just doing this? How does it feel to bring the water on my face? What is the sound of the water as it drips into the basin? And so you're taking the whole way through really connecting to yourself and really noticing. And this little by little helps you reconnect with you because it's having that honest connection with yourself, that honest relationship. And little by little, you start to build more dialogue. You start to to build more vocabulary of what you're feeling. It's not just, oh, I'm stressed today. Okay, there's a lot of things that can cause stress. What is the stress? Are you angry? Are you frustrated? Are you upset about something? Recently lost someone very dear to me. And so my body, of course, was in a huge stress mode, but it was because I was sad. I was absolutely riddled with grief. And so my body, your nervous system doesn't really have those terms, but we do. And when we start to name them, right, it helps allow us to go, oh, okay, I'm grieving or I'm I'm angry about something. I'm frustrated. And so giving those terms is really important as well. And it's it's <laughs> It's not an overnight thing. Like it takes time, at least in my experience of working with other people, these things take time. Beginning, just noticing your stress is maybe a good thing. And then little by little, okay, what's causing that stress? And not judging it, right? Our bodies into stress mode because they're wanting to help us. They're wanting to protect us. And being compassionate with yourself because of that, knowing that, and then saying, okay, what is one thing I can do to get back to myself? Maybe that's slowing down and just paying attention to washing my face. Maybe that's going for a walk. Maybe that's calling a friend because I haven't talked to my friends in a long time because I've been working so much. All of these things, just little by little, you start to understand and start to listen to yourself. Okay, what do I need? How can I give back to myself even just a little tiny bit? And then the more we do that, the more our bodies and our brains are like, oh yeah, no, this is good for me. And so you're you're retraining, you're reframing your brain, you're retraining your body. And it's little tiny moments, but it does take time. It's a, it's a repetition thing and it's a journey. And I don't want anyone to think, oh, I'm done. Yep. Perfect. It's totally a journey. This is, but a, it's a good journey to have. And it's something we continue to work on throughout our life. And it helps us see what doors are open to us that maybe we didn't see before because we were so much in that, those blinders of I'm just stressed. I just need to work. I need to focus on this thing. And it's like, oh, there's all these other beautiful things. When I started working through my own stress and burnout and coming a little bit more on the other side of it, like I started noticing all these beautiful buildings in my city. <laughs> and I was like, I had no idea that building was there. Was that building always there? Did they just redo that facade? My husband was like, no, it's always been there. <laughs> it's, wow. Maybe it's just the light on it today. It's just these little things that you're like, oh, and your brain just starts picking up the beauty around you. And so that that to me is just, it's just, it's these little tiny little things that can just start to make our whole view of life different. I agree. And I, I remember in my younger years, I was just so stressed out. And stress is just such a large word. Because as you said, oh. it can be, it can involve all these different emotions. And what, what really does stress mean? But it's a whole different episode. But I remember once I caught myself eating and brushing my teeth at the same time because I was so 
overwhelmed with work. I had so much to do. And it's, oh my Lord, Janice, you need to slow down here. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just going to say something. I'm not sure if I like taking it back to yourself. I think I would say more of giving yourself, giving it to yourself because taking it back, it's like we gave it away. We did give our time away, but we're giving it back to ourselves and finding out what's important to us, which is really important. Yeah, we're giving ourselves back our voice, I guess, is what I mean by giving back. You're opening up your voice. So yes, you're totally giving to yourself. And I totally agree with that. And it's opening yourself up to this empowerment, right? Mm -hmm. It's giving yourself back your voice, back your voice to yourself, back your voice to the other people around you. And when we you made a comment earlier about the COVID and at the beginning we were so much giving and then it was like, oh, just pull everything in. And it, and then there's a lot of that, right? Because when we're feeling scared, when we're tense, when we're anxious, and this is a cycle, then we start looking at the negative things and we're looking at the negative things for ourselves. We're looking at we're more in that frame of mind that everything is going to be difficult. Everything's going to be hard. And the more we think of those negative things, the more we think things are going to be hard, the more we close in and we're not giving to other people. And so when we start shifting that, we're able to give back to ourselves. We're able to feel fuller. We're able to share our energy around us in a much more positive way. So yes, definitely. I love that. Now, if someone listening is living in that hamster wheel or that round peg, trying to fit in the square box. What are some practical steps that person can take today to make a difference in their lives? So for me, the first thing in the morning, ask yourself, how am I doing? The very beginning of your day, maybe before you even get out of bed, right? Like your eyes are just like starting to open. Maybe, maybe they're not even open yet. And you're like, you check in, how am I doing? Scanning through your body, scanning through your emotions and meeting yourself with compassion. Super important. Not, oh, I'm angry. Oh, no, can't think of that. No, okay, you're angry. Fine. Oh, I'm happy. Awesome. So just acknowledging what's coming up for you. And then, you know, in that little morning routine that you probably are already doing for yourself, brushing your teeth, washing your face, maybe taking a shower, maybe you're getting a little bit of movement in. Start habit stacking. So when, something you already do every single day, whether that's brushing your teeth or washing your face or whatever, add something a little bit extra to it. Add a little bit of mindfulness, maybe add a little bit of gratitude. Slow it down. These are things that we can absolutely do every single day for ourselves. And little by little, when we start making those tiny adjustments, maybe a week or two weeks after you go, oh, actually, that's just like a daily thing. Okay, what else can I add? Or I want to add something else because I feel more energetic. Oh, maybe actually, usually I didn't have that time, but maybe actually this morning I'm going to do a five minute stretch routine. So I'm going to add on to it. And it's just these little tiny steps. For me, I call it like my 10 minute method of stepping out of burnout. And it's these like little steps that I take. And what can I do? What's that one thing that I can do for myself during the day? And maybe it's in the morning. That's me. I'm a morning person. So I like my mornings, but maybe that's not possible. So you do it in the afternoon or the evening is better. Maybe you need that wind down before you go to bed so you can shut the thoughts down. So pick a time, try it out for a bit. If that doesn't work, choose another time, but don't by a bit. I'm not saying like a day, (laughs) give it some time, like a couple of weeks, see how it works for you and be compassionate. If you don't show up for it every day, that's okay. Oh, I forgot yesterday. Okay. That's, 
that was yesterday. Today, I'm going to show up differently. And always just being that best friend. So often we are not our best friends. And so best friends, they're compassionate, but they look at honest with honesty, right? If your best friend sees that you're doing something that's not great for you, probably they're going to be like, hey, dude, maybe you can make a little change there. And they say it nicely. They're not like, oh, wow, you're a complete tool for doing that. But <laughs> maybe they do. I'd, Everyone has their own Depends relationships and how they connect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but being compassionate with how you're talking to yourself, but being that best friend and little tiny steps. That's for me, that's what I would say. Oh, wow. That's just so powerful. And I love that you do have a practice before you even get out of bed. You are creating that mindfulness. You're checking in with yourself. You're creating that awareness before you're even getting out of bed. And I love that. That is so neat. Yeah. So I understand you have a free book to offer the listeners here. Yes. So it is my 10-minute method. <laughs> <laughs> and you can download it. It's free. And it, the thing that I, I take you through the different steps of it, I explain different parts of it. I give you suggestions. Obviously, take what you want. Some things might work. Some things won't. Maybe you find something completely different. That's for you. But I also give you a calendar. So I give you four weeks worth of calendar that you can use. And this has, so you can write in, okay, this is today. I'm, you know, this is what I'm feeling. This is how I can give back to yourself. Sometimes writing it down, giving yourself that accountability is really important. Writing down maybe an affirmation, something, some sort of an intention for your week that you want to continue to work on or something you want to start to build in on yourself. So maybe it's something I'm working on feeling enough. I'm working on feeling worthy of myself, like little tiny steps. And then little by day, we can write it in. You can tick it off. I'm a big fan of giving myself that little tick, that little celebration of, I did it. <laughs> I love that. So we're going to wrap this up. What are the words of wisdom coming from Tess to our audience today? Start to build a relationship, a supportive best friend relationship with yourself. And that starts with just checking in, asking yourself with compassion and being honest with what comes up and see what's the one little thing that you can give yourself today. I love it. Thank you so much, Tess. And for whoever's watching, listening, wherever you're watching or listening, I will have Tess's links or social media and if you have any questions, feel free to reach out and ask your questions. So thank you again. Yes. That's amazing information. And yes, it doesn't take long to change from stress to joyful, balanced happiness. And it just takes a little bit of awareness. <laughs> yes, definitely. Thank you so much, Denise, for having me on. I've really enjoyed this. Thank you for listening. And I'm just going to leave you with the gentle reminder to slow down and enjoy life. Thank you for listening to the Calm Your Daily Stress Podcast. Have you ever wondered what your stress personality is? Are you a self-care goddess or a burnout queen? Well, you can find out by taking my free quiz. You just need to go to www.stressquiz.info to find out where you rank. Sending you love and peace, and I'll see you in the next episode.